Well, 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 happy new year, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the No Name Podcast. We don't have a name, but we do have content. I am Reverend Sharon Gray, and this is... The Kid Sis, Minister Tasha. And we are two of God's humble servants. We don't know all of it. We don't know it all. But we are grateful for this platform. And we're glad that you are here. And so the Kid Sis is going to give you more information about the podcast and how you can uh, connect with us. Again, welcome to the No Name Podcast. This is episode 22 and we are both excited about what God is doing by way of this podcast. If at any point during our conversations, if you've learned something or if we have sparked a further thought, we just simply ask that you like, share, subscribe, leave us a comment, leave us a review. If at any given moment, you want to send us a testimony, you want to send us a thought, something that you would like for us to talk about, you can by all means email us at nonamepodcastshow at gmail.com. And this will also be listed in the show notes. You can follow the podcast also on Instagram at underscore no name podcast. You can follow Big Sis at Rev S Gray. And then you can also follow me at I am underscore Tasha M. Again, all of this can be found in the show notes. Sis. Yes, ma'am. If you had to describe your week in one word. And for all of our new listeners, hold on, sis. For all of our new listeners, maybe this is your first time tuning into a episode two maybe this is your first time tuning into an episode we like to just you know check in to see where we are and see how our week has been so with that brief explanation given sis if you had if you had to describe your week in one word how would you describe your week great I would describe my week as great I made it through the holidays hallelujah I made it through the holidays and it's, it's great. It's great. Those holidays were rough for me, but God is faithful. I made it. I made it. I made it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so that's my, my word for, to describe my week is great. What about yours kids? Sis? My word is trying T R Y I N G. Okay. No explanation, no explanation either because if we didn't have any problems, if we didn't have any problems, then we wouldn't need to go to God. There would be no realization that we need to trust in him. There would be no realization that he is all that we need. So, okay, your weekend, your week has been trying, but who has helped you through the week? Nobody but God. Oh, see, I thought you were going to say nobody. I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is getting ready to turn into a whole nother podcast. <laughs> This is going to turn into a whole other podcast real quick. So yes, nobody but the Lord. Nobody but the Lord. If we wouldn't have any trials or any problems or, or um, in, inconsistencies in our lives, then there would be no need for Christ. There would be no need for his help. But I thank God that he is an ever-present help in the time of trouble. All right, kids, sis, you want to introduce the topic for tonight, today? Um, speaking of trials and challenges and inconsistencies, 
there are times there mm-hmm. are times when we ask God for something and when we, when we and there are times when we've been praying for something and just pleading our case like we're really wanting something from God or we're wanting some wanting God to do something mm-hmm. sometimes he says yes sometimes God will answer that exact prayer request and give us exactly what we asked for mm-hmm. but then there but are then. times uh-huh. <laughs> there are times uh-huh. God says no so today's God conversation no. God says no can you believe it God says no what wow how do we deal with that the almighty the king of kings the, the everlasting father uh-huh yeah how do you deal with that today's conversation is about just that you know what what do you do when god says no do you take your toys and go home and say i'm not serving them no more right these are my marbles and i'm going home no <laughs> Wow. So what do you do? I think there are, I think we can all attest to the fact that for those of us who have experienced a no from God, we've probably had several different responses. Some of us probably have gotten upset taking our toys and going home, going home. Right. Took our toys. Well, yeah, but so in retrospect, in retrospect, and then we're going to discuss it. We're going to discuss it. But when God says no, and what I've learned is deal with it. And that seems so harsh. That seems so harsh, but we can unpack it and we can talk about it and you will understand why I say we have to deal with it. And one of the things, and one of the, the, the things off top I can say is because God is sovereign, because God is sovereign. The other thing I would say is, God knows what's best for us. He knows what best for what's best for us. Now, when we're in that instance of wanting what we want from God and pleading our case and begging and praying and doing everything that we know how, we don't want to, what I just said, doesn't matter. Am I telling the truth? Absolutely. Because we want what we want. Exactly. Be for real. Do you like being told no? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Now, there are some, granted, there are some people who have become accustomed to hearing no. So it may not affect them as much. But I don't know. Maybe it's just me and big sis. But I don't like to be told no. I can't stand it. (laughs) And I don't know if it's because it's the only child thing. I don't, I don't know, because I think there are some only children, I don't know how to say that right, but I think there are some people out there who were, you know, the only child that's okay with the no. I, I want to meet them. <laughs> the look on your face right now. Because <laughs> I want to meet them. Because <laughs> I want to meet them. I'm And, you know, so that I can learn some stuff. But uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't like being told no. Because, <laughs> go ahead. And, and I feel like you know, we always hear that God answers prayers. Yeah. Right. So I think sometimes there's an assumption that God answering prayer always means yes. And he's going to answer them like we want him to answer them. Now sit right there. Sit right there. Yeah. Going to answer them like 
we want him to answer them. Right. Because we want the yes. Uh Uh-huh. But, but listen to what I'm saying. Who is God? The creator. Exactly. And he has what? All power. Right. And so when we come to him, little, little me, because, you know, I'm just, I'm just a little dirt ball. When it comes to me asking the all wise, all knowing God to do what I want him to do. And he sees way down the road. He, he already knows. And so I, I want him to do what I want him to do, which is kind of unfair because he's God. But go back to the fact that uh-huh. we always say God answers prayer. Do we not? Yeah. And he does. We've heard that our entire lives for those of us that have been, have been in church since our eyes were open. For right. those of us, uh, maybe, you know, you've only spent 20 years in church or, or five to 10 years in church. We always hear God answers prayer. Yeah. But I feel like, and, and I said, and I said, it, and I'm gonna say it again. I mm-hmm. feel like there's an underlying assumption there in that statement because we're, we're saying it as if, God will always answer your prayer the way that you want him to answer it by giving you the yes. But that's not always the case. It's not always the case. (laughs) And I'd have to chuckle because it's not the case. And we are so accustomed to, again, getting what we want. Sometimes what we want is not best for us and is not what God wants for us. Now, in that moment, Like I said before, when you're praying and believing and you want it and you want it and it doesn't happen, then we become upset because sometimes the things that we pray for is not in God's will, is not in God's will for our lives. I wish that I've made some decisions that I wish God said no in retrospect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would so, you just, <laughs> so you just you just some some stuff that he said, gave you and you you want to say you wish you would he would have said uh-uh because you know there there's god's perfect will and god's permissive will sometimes right. we'll say yes because you've been asking for it and so i'm gonna I'm grant you this mm-hmm. but i'm also going to cover you in in grace and mercy by granting right you. right but it's not always the best situation it wasn't that the yes was the best answer no he was just gracious enough to allow you to experience it so you can learn the lesson and why he really wanted to tell you no right and I have an example one of my Sunday school teachers when I was in the young adult department she used to tell us that how are you going to expect God to give you a Mercedes-Benz when you're working your 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 finances does not accommodate that type of purchase. But you begging, you begging, you begging, you begging for this Mercedes Benz and you begging and you begging, begging. But again, your finances does not accommodate this purchase, nor does it accommodate the car note, nor does it accommodate the 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 service on the car, nor does it accommodate any of that stuff. But you beg, beg, beg and beg God. And God said, okay, here you go. And then you get the Mercedes and you can't keep it up. You got to give it back. You got to give it back. But you begged God for it. And God already knew that that was coming down the line. But you begged him for it. And he was was trying to protect you from it. Yes. God was trying to protect you from having to, to experience the hardship. Yes. 
God was trying to protect you from having to experience the heartbreak. Yes. God was trying to protect you from experiencing bad credit. Yes. We just, just come on. I, I It's okay. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. It. I can yep. do it. You can trust me with it. You said that if I delight myself in you, you was going to give me the desire of my heart. My desire of my heart is for me to have this Mercedes. So right. your, uh, your finances does not accommodate that purchase nor the service on a brand new Mercedes. It doesn't. So you, again, you get the Mercedes and then you have to do the service on it. You can't afford it. So that's why God allows us that's called God's permissive and had you had we just waited and trusted God in the process then we wouldn't be in we wouldn't have to suffer the hardship right so sis yes ma'am heard, you God have God has told you no a couple of times right <laughs> I, I mean really, did I say that all out I really wish we could just <laughs> do the video already because it's it you have to see the facial expression you have to see the facial expressions. I'm going to ask one more time because I want to see if you're going to respond the same way. Sis. Yes, ma'am. Has God told you no a couple of times? Yes. <laughs> you tried to fix your response. Yes. So my kids in the youth department, something happened in church. It would be all over my face. And so after church, the kids will come to me. Minister Gray, your face. You are you have to fix your face, Minister. <laughs> Look, I'm thankful for the mask right now. Oh Lord, have mercy! You, don't you have no idea that mask that'll save you. Yes, Lord, Hallelujah, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah. look, you uh -huh. said yes, right? You said that God is God has told you no a couple of times, not just once. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. How do you how how did you respond? So I was mad, and <laughs> <laughs> I was mad. My feelings was hurt. You knew what I wanted. You knew it. You know my heart. And even you laugh I have to chuckle you. down. I have to chuckle down. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm, you know, telling God and confessing and telling what I telling him what I want. And you know, God, you know me. And I'm crying. I, and God still didn't give it to me. <laughs> How, did that make you feel? <laughs> How did that make you feel? Then yeah. I was hurt. I was like, how come you're not gonna give me what I want? So so here, let me ask you, let me ask this question. If you prayed about something tomorrow and God told you no tomorrow, what would your response be? What I wanted was not for me. That would be your response. Say it again. When I realized that after after I healed, I realized that what I wanted, God did not want for me. It wasn't okay. for me. Okay. So again, back to the question, if you pray for some, if you ask God for something, say today or tomorrow, and God was kind enough to give you an immediate response and tell you no, what would your response now be? It, it wasn't meant to happen. Okay. So how, so, so we, I, I asked you before, mm. have God ever told you no? And you said, yeah. And mm. you were upset. But now mm -hmm. I ask you again, years later, if God tell, if God told you, tells you no tomorrow, Mm -hmm. What would your response be? And you gave me your response. You just, you would just accept it and know that mm -hmm. it wasn't meant to be. Mm -hmm. How did you go? How how did you make that transition from being upset to accepting God's will? Because it's spiritual maturity. 
reading God's word, spending time with God, knowing that he has my best interest at heart and knowing that God, he, he, he loves me and he protects me and he wants what's, what's best for me because like you said, that was not like you asked. That was not the only time that God said no. So after going through those circumstances and those situations and God said no, and I looked back and I was like, okay, he was just trying to protect me. And so that only comes with maturity. That only comes with maturity. Because if you see a three-year-old toddler falling out in the floor, <laughs> you would expect that, right? No. At three years not old? Me. Not me. No. Well, three years old. You know, three years old. And then the same toddler at 12 falling out on the floor? Should have never started falling out at three. <laughs> well, <laughs> I did. And so, yeah, I, I fell out, but I didn't fall out after that again. <laughs> exactly. See, you didn't have to wait till 12 to learn your lesson. You learned it at three. I, I learned it. I Yeah. I But I, I think... <laughs> It's important for, for all of us to understand and to hear that it takes time. Okay. It's, and wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. So between three, okay, I'll go to two. I'll go to two. When have so you between, ever seen my baby fall out in the store? Oh, okay. Well, not yours. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not yours. Not I'm yours. But there have, don't say that you ain't seen nothing fall out. Keep going. So two years old falling out 12 years old same kid so because of the parents training and nurturing and the maturity that 12 year old didn't fall out because of what has been taught right right same thing with us when we are when we were when we were spiritually immature we would fall out and you know all of this other stuff but now that we're mature in Christ we know better the maturity level that that's what it is that's what it is because we know that what god wants for us at that time and i keep going back to because i don't want anybody to think that we all super spiritual and we all got it together but when you're sitting in that space in that place and you hear that no you upset about it well i'm still i'm still maturing <laughs> i'm a work in progress <laughs> i'll be honest I will be completely honest. I am still a work in progress. Am I getting better? Yes. But, you know, I'm working on it. Because so how does that make you feel when you hear no? Me? Uh-huh. I'm trying to figure out why. Like, why even present me with the opportunity or why even allow me to to, to have this request if all you're going to do is tell me no? So is was it his presenting it to you or did you bring it to him? There are some situations where an opportunity has presented itself. There are other situations where I've gone to God. It's been both. I've, I've had it on both ends of the spectrum and both times it was no. So was it his will or was it your own will? That's a tough question. You know me. You know, I have to have to be the critical thinker and mm -hmm. examine and analyze. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, especially in my, my situations, Sometimes I believe that his will was the lesson learned, not necessarily the end result of getting what I wanted. Mm -hmm. For for me in some situations, even though it was the no, I believe that 
God was still <clears throat> trying to get me to learn the lesson. It okay. wasn't about the result. It wasn't about getting what I asked for. Mm-hmm. It was about learning some lesson that happened along the way, if that makes sense. I'll give you this example. Okay. A job opportunity presented itself. Uh-huh. I believe that it was in, I, I believe that that opportunity presented itself for a reason, mm-hmm. right? Was it God's will necessarily that I got the position? Mm-hmm. No, but mm-hmm. I do believe that it was God's will for me to experience a situation and learn a lesson in the midst of it. Okay. That makes sense? Uh-huh. And that the 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 lesson was heartbreaking. Right. Heartbreaking. But, but So it was twofold, right? Yes, the lesson was about me accepting God's no, mm-hmm. but there was also a lesson in there about me stretching myself. Okay. So that's why I feel like it's not always about the end result. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff that happens along the way that present opportunities to learn lessons. Right. That have nothing to do with the end result. True. True. So I can't say to sometimes in, in every situation, I, I don't feel comfortable saying that just because that was a no meant that that process wasn't in God's will, if that makes sense. Yeah. The process was in his will. You were presented. The process was you were presented with a situation and you were ecstatic about it. And you believed that God was going to give it to you. You believed that, but Once you believe that and you did everything you were supposed to do, God said, no, the lesson was in the no. Was the lesson in the no, or was the lesson in the process? What, what, what you're saying is that was a lesson in the process for you? Cause I can't tell you where the lesson was. You're telling us what Mm -hmm. the lesson, where the lesson uh, was learned and the lesson was in the process, right? Yeah. So was God's will done? Yeah, exactly. God's will was done because not only did you learn more about him, but you learned about yourself. You learned some more about yourself or something else about yourself because you said you learned, you were stretched. Mm-hmm. And so in the stretched, in, in the stretched, in the stretch, you learned something else about Minister Morrison, right? But then I also was upset. <laughs> oh yeah, you was. <laughs> You was, but then, then, then this is, this is what someone else taught me. I can't remember, but your response mm-hmm. has to be okay. God, as opposed to falling out every time you go through something, because then that, that God's no, that lets God know that you trust him. So in essence, as we circle to the conversation, what to do, the question was what to do when God says no. Mm-hmm then the response would be just accept it. Yes. Trust God's will. Yes. But how do you deal with the human part of you that wants to be upset? Like how do you, how do you deal with it? Because at the end of the day, we're still human. We're still flesh and bones. We yeah. still have human responses and reactions and emotions. Yes. How do we deal with that human part of us? Because what we, did, go ahead. Go ahead. So Jesus, fully God and fully man, right? Mm-hmm. When he got to the grave of Lazarus, what happened? Jesus wept. Shortest verse in the Bible. Jesus wept. And he was upset as well. Mm-hmm. He already, 
a few chapters, and this is in John, and a few chapters earlier, or chapter or so earlier, he told the disciples, let's go see about Lazarus. What's interesting to me, though, because uh-huh. even though Jesus was human, he was still God. Uh-huh. And he knew that he had, you know, power. And he knew that he could raise people from the dead because prior to this, he has been healing people, correct? Correct. Why is it that in this moment of him getting to the grave, why would he cry? Fully God, fully man. Lazarus was one of his good friends. Mm-hmm. That was his friend. And 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 he loved Lazarus. And he loved Mary and Martha. Ver, uh, Matt, John 11. So the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus, the sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the son of glory will receive glory from this. So although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days. Verse seven. Finally, he said to his disciples, let's go to Judea. But his disciples objected, Rabbi, they said only a few days ago, the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are you going there again? Jesus replied, there are 12 hours of daylight every day. During the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of the world. But at night, there is danger of stumbling because they have no light. Then he said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. But now I will go and wake him. This is the part I was talking about. The disciples said, Lord, if he is sleeping, he will soon get better. They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now, you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. It's a lot of stuff in there to unpack, unpack, and it's a lot of preaching material in there. So Jesus, being God and being man, fully God, fully man, he already knew that Lazarus was going to die. He already knew that. So why would he get upset and why would he cry? Because the human part of him loved his friend and his friend died. So Mary and Martha Send word, uh, sent word to Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus took his time and 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 Lazarus died. Mm-hmm. The lesson was, even though God Jesus said, God said no, but in this instance, he raised Lazarus from the dead. But in this, he, he said right here, I'm glad that I that Lazarus is dead. And wait, no, he said, and for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now you will readily believe, really believe. Now wait. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Verse 15. And for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now you, you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. So it's not about sometimes not getting what we want, but it's about God getting the glory. So again, how do we deal with the human part of us that? is disappointed that is frustrated that's hurt how do, how do we deal with that 
deal with it, deal with it. But don't take away from the fact that God doesn't love you. Don't take away from the fact that God doesn't have our power. Don't take away from the fact that God knows what's best for you. Don't take away from the fact that he is sovereign. He can do what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he do it, how he wants to do it. Don't take away from the fact that he has your best interest at heart. And at the end of the day, God is God, God's God is sovereign. Mm-hmm. So what he wants to happen is is going to happen. Supersedes what we want. Right. It supersedes what we want. Again, I go back to the Mercedes. I'll go back to. And if God says no to the Mercedes, should we be happy? Or we just deal with it? Or be um a little irritated and grow from that? Or should we again fall out on the floor like a two-year-old? Definitely don't fall out. You're too grown to be falling out. You can't be falling out in a store like that. <laughs> can't be falling out like that. Can't be at the dealership acting up because they said no. But at the same time, I do believe in processing human emotions. Oh, you have to. I do do believe in acknowledging the fact that, okay, this hurts. I'm upset. I don't like the no. But right. So so that's a progression. That's that's acknowledging the human part of you, acknowledging the frustration, but not sitting in the frustration. Exactly. So 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 the next time and I'm sure after this whole conversation, I will be tested. (laughs) That's just how it goes. Uh, But the next time, perhaps that God says no. uh, uh, an, An adequate response can be. Pausing in that moment, acknowledging what you're feeling, but then mm-hmm. saying, okay, God, I trust you. That takes a I, lot. No, it, it takes intentionality. You intentionality, have to be aware. Faith, trust, hope. It takes all of that because yeah. I guarantee you the next time that he says, no, you're going to fall back because people fall into depression for different things. Mm-hmm. And that could be one when God says no, mm-hmm. because we want what we want. So why would we fall into depression when we don't get what we want? Because we, and we know that God is sovereign. Why would we? And again, I'm not saying that you're going to arrive there um, when you're in that moment, but as you mature in Christ and know that his will is perfect, his will for our lives is perfect then it will help us get through those no's. And let me say this, every no is different. Mm-hmm. Some Maybe. no's are harder to accept than others. True. Right. So uh, if, and, and I don't want to, I don't, I don't really have an example that's coming to the, to the top of my head, but I just do know. So say for example, I don't know, I have nothing, but anyway, every no. I have an example. Go ahead. So you say you're in a relationship, you're in a relationship. And you really believe that this relationship is the one you really believe in. You praying and you asking God and you believe in God and all of this stuff. And then you find out down the line, you know, you see all the red flags, but in the midst of the red flags, you try to turn the red flags pink. Red is red all day. Red is red all day long. And so you see the red flags. And God's permissive will 
is to allow you to go on and get married. And then after you get married, the person changes, like changes. And all the time you saw the red flags, but you didn't stop. Maturity is you see the red flags and you cut it off because you, you you realize, okay, well, God must, he's he, <clears throat> he must be allowing this for a reason. You see all the red flags <clears throat> when it comes to the job that you desire. You see them, you see them. You getting ready to move cross country. You getting ready to do all of this. The package sounds good, but all, all of a sudden God stops it. And then 10 years later, three years later, two years later, you see why God didn't want you to have that job. I mean, I get Maturity. it. Go ahead. I get it when you're trying to look at a situation years, something that happened years ago. Like, yeah, okay, you, you're seeing it now. Like, okay, God didn't allow it to happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, but I think for me, one of my main things in this entire conversation is trying to help us in the moment because sometimes our response in the moment to God's no can be very detrimental. Really? And I, and I want to help myself and others get to the point where the no doesn't cause us to go backwards mm -hmm. and say, you know what? Forget it. I keep trying, I keep praying, I keep asking God, but he keep telling me no. Maybe in this moment he's not telling you no, he's just telling you to wait. Right. And we're and we're taking it as a no. And so my question is, who will determine how you respond to God's no? Us as individuals. Yeah. Once you see how God has worked in your life, and once you see and realize that he wants what's best for you. And once you realize, we realize that God's will supersedes our wants and our needs. Because like you said, there are some times that I wish that, you know, what I wanted wouldn't have been allowed. Then I wouldn't have had the setback. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But even in the setback, I had to learn you know, I learned that, that it wasn't for me. I didn't need that. So as the end, as we have to be responsible for our own response, we have to, we have to trust God enough to know that he's not trying to hurt us. Taking my dad, God wasn't trying to hurt me. He didn't do it to hurt me. He didn't do it to hurt me. I no, I didn't want him to go. I didn't. Nor my mom. And he didn't do it to hurt me. That was just his will for their lives. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And I and I think the sign of a mature Christian is how we respond to accepting God's will. Mm -hmm. And it takes time. We keep saying it. It takes time. Some people learn it right away. If you like me, sometimes it, it takes a little bit. Mm -hmm. But as long as you are maturing and doing your best and being aware of your responses and trying to get better I think that that's what matters I, so I had I to huh? Go ahead. you had to I had I heard no twice last month mm -hmm. and both times I didn't fall apart 
But I was like, for real, God? Like, why do you keep telling me no? Mm. But then I said, you know what? You just, you got to trust that he knows what's best and keep pushing. Now, exactly. will, will another time come that I might, it might take me a little longer to get it? Maybe. Depends on the no. It depends on the request. Mm. But it's all about growing and maturing. What were you going to say? So when will you get to a point that whenever the situation comes that you're like, okay, God, I trust you because that's all he wants from us. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to trust him. So when will you get to the point where you trust him? Because so many times when we're given situations or we put, we are put in situations and we just fall out. We start doing whatever we want and we start wilding out when all we have to do is go to him. Mm-hmm. When do we get to that point? Hopefully soon, preferably soon and very soon. Mm-hmm. That That's not, that's not only my prayer for myself, but that's my prayer for everyone. Right. That we will just ultimately accept God's will. I know sometimes it, it may be difficult. I know sometimes it may be challenging, mm-hmm. but the prayer is that we will really trust God with everything trust God in the yes trust God in the no trust God in the wait because it's all for a reason and how Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says and we know that all things work together Mm -hmm. for the good of those that love God and are called called according to his purpose right all things work together for the good even the no all things even the no even the not getting the job, not getting the house, not getting the husband, not getting, and fellas, not getting that wife. All things work together. How do you think God feels when every time he says no, we have a meltdown? And then how do you think God feels when he tells us no, and we're like, okay, God, I hear you. Thank you. For those of the parents, think about that as as when it comes to your children. Right. If you have kids, how would you feel if every time you told your child no, they completely fell out? My godson knows better. As <laughs> 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 soon as we saw a kid in the store acting up, I looked at him. I said, you better not ever. Ever. I ever think you can get away with that. Right. <laughs> but for those of you that are parents i would you know pose that same question to you as it relates to your children how how would you feel mm-hmm. i think the the same thing i try to get the youth to understand when it comes to being grateful the same thing uh relates to us being grateful to god mm-hmm. how how would how would you as a parent feel if your child was ungrateful every single day right and then how do you think god feels when we're ungrateful every single day and complaining right. every single day and and here's here's one truism. You will not and cannot do it in and of yourselves. Mm-hmm. And so the prayer would simply be, Lord, help me when you say no. Help me to trust you in your no. Give me the strength that I need. And whatever your prayer is to get stronger and to mature in that area, if you go to God, and 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 lay it out before him and let him know what you need. I prom- he'll do it. He'll give you the strength. 
you'll look back and you're like, oh, wait, I didn't get mad. Oh, that didn't upset me. Now, it may have been a, you know, a sucker punch to the gut or, you know, knock the, you know, knock the wind out of you. But you got back up and you kept it pushing. That's what God is seeking for. Seeking, seeking. You know, he knows we're going to be upset. He knows we're going to cry. He knows we're going to hurt. He knows all of that. But what we need to do after that is to get up, shake ourselves off and keep moving. It sounds kind of harsh. It sounds like it's impossible, but all things are possible with God. It's impossible with man, but all things are possible with God because ultimately we want to bring him glory. We want him to be glorified in our lives. You know, we want to be men and women of integrity. We keep, well, I keep going back to the scripture in every give, in everything, give thanks because this is the will of God concerning you. Is that hard? Absolutely. When you want what you want? Absolutely. I was in a situation and I I couldn't get that praise out audibly. I couldn't. I couldn't get it out audibly. And you're a praiser. I couldn't get it out audibly. You're a worshiper. I couldn't get it out. And so I, I whispered. God, thank you. I whispered that. And I said, God, you know, you know, you know. So the next time I was able to get it out. I didn't cower like I had usually done, even though I couldn't get that praise out audibly. I still praised him. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it lets, it let me know that that scripture is true and everything give thanks and i was hurting but in everything give thanks and there were times when i, I didn't give thanks i was like whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> but th- this time are you being a brat in those moments were you being a brat saying but I was able to push it out real faint, but I pushed it and I gave him thanks in the midst of that trial. So in everything, we have to give thanks. And it sounds like an oxymoron giving thanks in the midst of a no. Does that sound crazy? It sounds spiritually mature. And if spiritually <laughs> mature sounds crazy, then guess what? I'm crazy because some stuff doesn't make sense. Yeah, crazy faith. Was that crazy faith. That had a series on crazy faith. I forgot. But we have to get to a point where we are mature enough, not superficially, but we're mature enough to accept when God is moving in our lives, when God is removing some things in our lives, when God is not allowing some things in our lives, because he has our best interest at heart and he knows what's best for us, best for us. Well, that wraps up episode 20 of the No Name Podcast. I pray and hope that you were able to get something from from this conversation. And we just thank you for tuning in. Um, Just remember, a new episode will drop every single week. Um, And again, thank you for all of your support. Thank you for your comments. We definitely appreciate your support. Sis, you want to pray us out? Yes, let us pray. First, Again, I echo my kid sis, Minister Latasha Morrison. Wow. Soon to be. What you working for? My doctor. All right. 
soon to be Dr. Latasha Morrison. Why'd you use the government name? Can you just pray us out? Anyway, she liked to boss me around. So soon to be Dr. Morris, Dr. Latasha Morrison. And um, thank you. Happy New Year again. I echo what she says again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year. I pray that this episode um, is a blessing to you. Please share. Please share. Let us pray. God, how we thank and praise you for another podcast for episode 20. God, thank you. We don't take it for granted, nor do we take it lightly. And we thank you, dear God, that as we are having this conversation, not only we pray that the, this conversation, these conversations blesses your people, but they help us and, and help us to work through the things that we're dealing with. Thank you, God, for allowing us to, to go through some things so that we can share with others and we can all grow. We can all heal and we can all get better and we can all mature in you. So God, I thank you and I praise you. I ask God in Jesus name that you forgive us of our sins, creating us a clean heart and renew within us the right spirit. Thank you, dear God, for the power and the privilege of prayer. Lord, I thank you for my kid sister. I pray God that as you are dealing with her, Lord God, I pray that she will dig in deep to your word, God, and allow your word, Father God, to comfort her and strengthen her, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that when it comes time to um, give her testimony and to help someone out who's dealing with the same thing, God, that, that she is able, God, to minister to them effectively, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, oh God. We know that being a Christian is not easy, but we thank you, oh God. We thank you because we know, God, that you will never leave us, nor will you forsake us. And God, we thank you because we know, God, that thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. So thank you, dear God. We give you glory and we give you honor. In the majestic name of Jesus, we pray. Thank God and amen. Amen.